Hey, my loves. All right, so you already know what to do. Of course, it's late at night. Of course, I'm about to fall asleep. But I wanted to talk about, I'm pretty sure I'm going to title this, Coulda, Shoulda, Woulda. And um, you can probably tell from the last um, podcast, I've kind of been reminiscing a little bit. Got a little bit dark and heavy, but... um. I came across, there was a live with um, Yanni, and she was talking about, you know, are we bashing black women who are single mothers? And right before that, she had posted a video of a woman that I 1000% agree with. Um, and I listened carefully to what she was saying, saying, and she shares a lot of the sentiments that I do. And also... I I am a single woman. I've mentioned before that my preference was to have children within a marriage. And seeing as how I'm not married, didn't have kids. But I've talked about how, you know, um, when I'm titling it woulda, coulda, shoulda, in life, you know, there are... There there are women who have tried the marriage thing, right? And found out that they ended up being quote-unquote single mothers where they're the only ones contributing financially, emotionally for the kids, the primary caregiver, cooking, cleaning, everything else that comes with being in a relationship. I think that part of my problem is that people will say, well, since that the guy's not going to be around and... I'm not depending on him financially. I'm going to go ahead and have the child anyways. And um, I think part of what my issue too is, if I'm being, you know, just real honest, is I've looked at the studies of what happens when a child is born into um, a home where they're, they're, it's just the mother raising them. And... Um, the statistics are not good. When I'm titling it coulda, shoulda, woulda, I think that Yanni does make a good point. She's a really sweet-natured person <laughs> um, in the sense of like, you know, well, what do you do if the women already have the children? And I'm glad for that talking point because the children are already here. There's nothing you can do, Right. But I think that there are important conversations that need to be had. And I think that, you know, it's somebody in the comments actually said this. I'm not the originator of the thought, but I think that it definitely resonates with how I view these types of conversations is when we say try to find someone that, you know, is going to be a good father that wants children that can afford to have children um you know and try to have it within the confines of a of a marriage right if you don't even like this person why have a child with them if you know that they can afford to have children why have a child with them um and so on and so forth the um, I get so distracted. The 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 point is, we need to have parameters. But some people 
you know, have different ba- different backgrounds. And um, what I was trying to say, too, is I, 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 I kind of am on the cusp. I think that I am sympathetic. A lot of you have heard me share, like, uh, there was one of my coworkers. She wasn't a black woman, though. It was a Hispanic woman. And um, was married, had two children. The baby was really young. And the husband locked her out of the house and moved the new girlfriend in. So in those cases, you know, she did everything right, everything the way that she should have. I think that, um, yeah, the two issues that I have or concerns is, when people say, well, I wasn't, I don't need the man, the man, I'm just going to have the child on my own. Um, some of you have heard my podcast where I talked a little bit about considering IBF and the idea of raising a child on my own. Um, but <laughs> that lasted for like three days and then I was like, no, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um... I think, and this is important, I want to close out with this because I'm going to keep this short. I think that Yanni does make a good point in sense of like, are we bashing black women? No, I think we still need to have the standards. I think that young women need to hear the stories, you know, about why we're cautioning you. And sometimes it's not even about you. It's about the child, right? That child deserves to have two loving parents. I know there are conversations about um, whether or not the father is in the home, but there's something to be said about a, a father that's going to be involved in those children's life adequately. Um, because I think that us as adults, we can, you know, kind of navigate through scenarios better than children can. And, um, but if, if the children are already here, then you just have to try to, you know, um, be as understanding, I think, as possible for the sake of the children. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like, do we keep condoning um, single parenting? Because I feel like if we give a green light to it, we're just going to keep having more and more children that are going to be in those statistics where they're going through a lot of trauma of not having the father in the home and all the stats that come with it in terms of their learning, their development, their confidence, their spirituality. So I would prefer that we still have this standard and, you know, not everyone is going to be able to, to do that. I think it's across the board too. I think that um, other communities, would you say that other communities are more accepting of single mothers? Um, I don't know. I think I, uh, it's something I would have to um, kind of, you know, put on my radar or start to look for. Um I think some of the important talking points that came up too is why don't we shame men? My thing is, and y'all, I, I think, you know, some of the, the messages I think I'm putting out could be, can, can come across a little bit insensitive and I'm aware <laughs> um, of it. I think it's definitely the Virgo side. It's very like 
precise, organized rules. So when I used to work my nine to five, I follow the rules to the code of the, you know, to the, to the very code, to the letter of the law, which can be annoying. I'm also the oldest child, right? My brothers used to hate that. My parents would leave me alone with the kids, with the brothers, and I would, <laughs> I would be the enforcer. But, um, I don't, so with that being said, heck yeah, I think men should be shamed for having, just, just right now, um, I was finishing watching a video from Kendra G, the guy had 13 kids, 13 kids, six baby mothers, and still wants to get married and have more kids. He has no, um... You can tell that his, 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 um, (laughs) neurological pathways are not connecting. You know, he's not a, um, he's not a bright person. You know, you can tell that the hamster is not, (laughs) the fish is dead in the water, basically, with him. Um, and so it's the audacity. And even if I were to go back and look at the comments for what how they were talking with him, it's like they are really more accepting. But here's my thing. And this is one of the things that I feel like I like and prefer about how black women are moving as opposed to black men. Black men tend to point the figure at everyone else and we stay in perpetual victimhood and it's like it's not our fault and let's shame the women and let's hold women accountable and let's do this that and the third right and but I feel like the more advanced um, group of women in this are going to say you know what let's take account for what we do let's not you know and, and and another huge part that I really didn't, you know, I shouldn't have to keep reiterating if you've been with me for a while, you know, part of my realization too is I don't even date black men should not be in my dating pool. Not ever again, not ever again. I, I've done several podcasts on this too, where I talk about, listen, if y'all want to really split hairs and tell me that there's a few good black men, I will let you have that. Knock yourself out. Be those, you know, one in a thousand, one in a hundred thousand good black men. I'll let you have at it. But I will never, ever, ever allow myself to, um, I don't even look at them. I don't engage with them. I don't talk with them. I avoid them at all costs. Point blank, period, right? Um... And this is within the last year. So I had to to kind of learn that. But um but I think that it's one of those things where who who's gonna suffer and who's gonna pay the cost, right? We can say, well, let's blame black men. Yeah, they're absolutely accountable. I think a lot of them are degenerate. But who's gonna suffer? I don't think shaming black men is gonna do anything the same way that it shames black women. I don't, I am learning to be careful with my language. Like I wouldn't say I'm shaming black women. If the children are already here, they're already here. But I think that talking about the consequences and the t- statistics of what happens to children um, and looking at those stories, 
it's not shaming. It's just building awareness. And <clears throat> there are natural consequences, right? So, I don't know. I think sometimes people say shaming. Um, I didn't listen. I ha- I was running in and out of stuff. I wanted. I I was not. I just got home, but. I don't, I I probably need to be a little bit more sensitive to what people are saying is is shaming because when they played the clip of the woman that was talking about statistically it's better for you to be married and again it's even the little nuances between what she was saying too because a lot of us I think automatically default to marry black men and that right there is like the dumbest thing ever because they don't value marriage they don't value family so (laughs) that conversation is dumb if you go outside of the community where they value marriage more of course there's also conversations about just men across the board in terms of are they capable of of being loving and protecting providing blah 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 you know each content creator has their perspective on things which I'm inclined to agree with majority of the ones I listen to but um I I think that I don't I didn't get the sense she was bashing anyone and I think okay so part of the the reason this is coming up again too is like even the conversations that come up with um Oh my gosh, I can see her name right now. What is her name? Um, the young actress that got pregnant. I've talked about this too. You know, if you really, 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 because to me, I'm at a point where I don't, I'm not, that. that's not my thing. But I, again, I talk about how I, re- I understand when I wasn't, you know, younger, I would... I understood what it was like to want the children and to want the the husband. So I don't bash that. I I think there's actually people that are in happy relationships. But what I wanted to say was, if you're really going to have children, then I would do the Sheba approach, right? Queen of Sheba approach. Make sure your coins are set you know um i talked a little bit about how there was a woman that kept saying like get your child and get your money get your your child and get your money and i'm like your child should not be your paycheck you know what i'm saying and then that's how you end up with these um people who have five six and seven kids so that they have enough to pay the rent or pay them you know the mortgage or or um type of a thing and i i don't think that's appropriate and I get it. I get it. I, you know, you can ask my brothers. They thought I was a little bit like holier than thou type of a thing. And even at the, the work fl- work place, I was very much um, kind of just principled and strict and regimented. And um, so, you know, it comes with the language. I am aware, I think, too. You know, there's conversations like, well, what, what, what is the value of marriage? And, you know, just because you get married doesn't mean they're not going to cheat on you and doesn't mean that you're, you're not going to be a single mom. I get that part. Um, I don't have an answer. And so that's why it's kind of interesting to me, too. I'm going to say one more thing and then I'm going to close out for tonight, too. But, um, 
I I I think that it's interesting to me for me to even talk about these and this might be one of my my last talks about this as I'm transitioning into the new new year and we'll be probably talking more about you know um learning how to trade and that type of thing definitely will not be financial advice I'm just going to share screenshots and talk about you know why I decided to take a trade and that type of thing but I think that um it 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 really could be just time for me to tap out because I don't feel inclined to have to figure out what I want in a companion, you know, like I'm not trying to have a Mr. Musings of Divine, you know, Mr. Musings of Divine Masculine in my space. I'm comfortable with that and I'm not, um, it was interesting, like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, should I have a child? I mean, I could explore IVF and, um, before that I had thought about, well, if I do find a really great guy and we decide to have a child, I could raise a child on my own. But again, I think it just wouldn't be fair to that kid, to that child. Um, and so, but that being said, I think I, I can just tap out of these conversations and leave it to the people who are either successfully and happily married but the younger people in my community no way they're trying to figure stuff out and I don't think that condoning you know single parenting is the way to go like I mean what what are our standards is that going to be our our standard um I don't remember that the young lady's name but I think that she can afford to have a child, you know, financially, but I don't know about the replication, the repercussions of not having the father around. Um, same thing with Rihanna. And then I think the tragedy is that because she is influential, um, young women are going to say, well, she had a child, so I can have a child, but they don't, they don't have a car. They don't have a job. They don't have an education. They're not mentally mature enough to make wise decisions, but because she did it, then, you know, these young people will feel that they can do it. Um, there was another thing I wanted to say too, because I was talking about, about that situation. Um, so yeah, those are my thoughts. I understand they're not the most popular. Um, and, and here's, here's part of a little bit what bothers me too. Like I said, even like for me, like if it was just you, you know, and you really wanted to just do that and you could financially, I'd say cool. But I think what about the child? Like, the child, I feel like, deserves better. I grew up in a two-parent home. Um, and I know what it's like to have my, my, my father in the home. And i just not comfortable with it. Okay, so what do we do with the people who already have the children? Um, you have people, like I said, there's there's different categories, right? So there are some that are more empathetic. And there's some that I, I really have no sympathy for um so you know if the, if they tried 
the married thing and, you know, but I feel like as adults, <laughs> I don't know, I'm probably going to sound mean. So let me kind of leave some of this stuff alone too. But if, if you're having like child number two, number three, number four, number five, number six, number seven, number eight, number nine, number 13, if you are running third party interference where and you're the second, third, and fourth baby mama, you know what I'm saying? At that point, you're not really thinking about the child and, you know, their well-being and I think that if I would prefer for you to hear me say this from a young age and then you can deliberately decide that you don't really care or disregard that, you know, I've talked about how at a young age, um, even for as sheltered as I was, I remember that I, I knew I wanted to have my children in the confines of a marriage and I also remember even though I was young and grew up sheltered that my uh, first boyfriend he was like a good eight nine years older than me when he was saying like oh you know I'm gonna I'm gonna have you like that lady that's um crossing the street with the two she was like down there barefoot and pregnant she was pretty she was slim she had a one baby on her hip and one in the in the stroller type of a thing and I remember thinking okay I don't want to end up in a situation like that so let me you know I scheduled my my doctor's appointment went got my little birth control figured out you know right time to take it set my alarm clock and so on and so forth and and made that decision I think some people you know, deliberately decide that, you know, they don't want to be <laughs> kind of like told what to do or, or like really listen to their parents. So I don't know. Um, I guess my message is more for the young, young person that's like they don't have children. And it's like you can hear what people are going through, you know, how to make the right decisions. What are the best outcomes for you? The best outcomes for your child? What are the best scenarios? Make sure that your finances are in order. Make sure that, you know, you've lived life a little bit and are mature enough to make decisions for you and your child. Um, and l learn what are the key qualities of a good partner and companion. Um, right. That would be ideal. But I don't think, I don't think condoning, um, you know, that, that the single baby mom and what's so interesting to me too is like I, I said I, I have to um 
think about other cultures that are where the the women are single um and how people talk about them or refer to them I think in my opinion it's not worth the stigma um And I guess I'm just going to sign off. I I know that I my views are not the most popular and they can c- kind of sound a little bit bitchy and or um kind of like too strict or oppressive. Um but if the children are already here, you know, it's like just because you have one doesn't mean you have to have two and three and four. And at the end of the day, you can point the finger at other people. But I feel like you're the one that's going to be living in that situation. And your child is going to be the one that's living in that situation. So, uh, oh, this was the other thing. So yesterday, we were kind of looking at a... I, I watched another video after the one I did the recording on where it was talking about codependency. And one of the things that came up was one of the characteristics. And and I know I have codependent um, characteristics. (laughs) Um, I I had to, I learned that um, through some of the like just inner work that I've been doing. And it's like, yo, I, I do. And, um, is something that I will probably have to just work with, work through for the rest of my life. But um, one of the things that the traits is that you feel that you can solve other people's problems. And how you do one thing is how you'll do everything. And so not only was that coming through, I think, in, in my relationships, but it also comes through in like when I talk on my, on these podcasts where it's kind of like I can put up a message like this one where I'm like, well, if it were me, I would make sure that I got on birth control and I made sure I selected a father that I could be proud of. And I would make sure that I have enough income and he has enough income and we're both healthy and blah, you know, so, um, It's making me um, kind of think about, as I'm closing out the year, just kind of pivoting a little bit, changing my content up a little bit. I think I have enough content out there kind of expressing my thoughts and views on how I got here, what I believe, and ready to just move on to other things. I am a little bit fatigued and tired about just always in circles talking about... um, I guess at this point, things that don't really you know <laughs> i I think part of it too is like for example, um, I came here to the to the guy that has the third so he it says here on Kendra G's um thing he has thirteen kids by six women. he used to be a liar and a cheater, he changed his mind to get married, and I'm looking at the comments and it's kind of like. Uh, 
are they bad? Are they um bashing him? This one dent are reveal. He said his level of honesty is admirable, right? So they don't bash black men the same way that they do with with women. Um, this guy right here, Lenny Link is saying he's a keeper. You need to act right for him. Um. So in conclusion, let's make this real quick. So the shoulda, woulda, coulda, I've made my mistakes in my life too, right? Just because I didn't have children and wasn't married doesn't mean that I didn't also have to go through, you know, figuring out the opposite gender and understanding myself and other people. And how we fit into the black community and all of that. So, <laughs> um, I'm aware of that. Um, I still think we need to have the standards. And not everyone is going to be able to, you know. But for those who do have the children, I think, you know, you... If if I, let's say I, my first boyfriend, you know, when I'm 19, you know, we end up having a child. I would like to think that I would say, well, let me do everything I can to provide for my child and just focus on that. And I'm going to have to be aware that people are going to probably be whispering and saying things, but... Um, at this point, I just kind of have to rise above the noise and focus on what's best for me and my child and just have thick skin about it. Um, there, there's nothing more really that you can do um, about it. I don't think... If I'm honest, the solution is bashing men. Do they need to be held accountable? Yes. I Do I think that they're degenerate and it's disgusting behavior? Yes. But it's one of those things where it's kind of like pointing a finger at them. You're the one who has to walk around nine months pregnant and spit the kid out and, you know, or like birth the child and, and then have them, you know, in your life for the rest of your life type of thing. So um was there anything else? I don't know if it's irresponsible to I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone.
I think that um, it's important to have the conversations. I think that we have to walk a fine line where we let the younger people know we have standards. We have idealism, you know, we have structure and we have outcomes that have the best, you know, the best outcomes and results. Um, absolutely date out, you know, um, make sure you have your finances in order before you have your first child. Um, understand that the child, you know, may have resentment a little bit and, and prepare yourself for some of the stats. I, I don't remember all the stats off the top of my head, but making sure that they have adequate mentors male leadership, um, help with their academics and that they have, um, counseling therapy and, um, I don't know, (laughs) at this point I'm going in circles. If you already have the kids, I feel like, you know, um, we do the best we can as a community and we try to support each other. Do we bash women? I think what I was saying is some women have been married, tried to do the married thing, and then some women um, decide to have be baby mama number two, three, four, five, and six. And... And decide to have baby two, three, four, five, and six. And it's like, to me, I don't know to what degree you're learning the lessons. And last but not least, as I'm definitely going to get off of here is, you know, it's one thing if you are grown and you can maneuver things, right? So even though I talk about my, my heartbreak and, you know, going through that over the past two years and much on the much better side of things, right? You know, still self-sufficient, can move around if I needed to, cry if I need to, right? I'm grown. I'm a whole grown adult woman. I waited until I was done with school, had a salaried position, bought my house, all of that. So I'm a grown person going through those emotions, but it. I don't know that that's fair to children to be going through a lot of those things and then not providing them with adequate emotional support and resources. And, and you never know if they're getting teased and heckled at school and all the things of, of having to feel abandonment and not being loved and all that stuff. It, and so it's it's kind of asking you to think outside of yourself. So I've said <laughs> what I need to. I'm just going to, I need to find a thumbnail. I'm pretty sure I'm going to title this coulda, shoulda, woulda. Just talking about regrets and are we bashing black women for the choices that we make? Or are we having the important conversations in the hopes that we can change the trajectory? And then at that point, you can make a decision, right? At that point, you can make a informed decision and you can decide, F it, I don't care. 
I'm just going to do it. And then at that point, you know, at the end of the day, I'm in my house. I don't, you know, I don't have crayon on my walls. I'm going to go to sleep and wake up when it, when and if I want to and, you know, buy whatever I want to. I have to place an order tomorrow. I left my credit card in the car. Type of thing. And, and just, you know, and you're going to be at home with your kids and doing the best, hopefully, that you can for them and, and, and all of that, too. I think part of the conversations, too, that come up is, um, and, oh, battery's low. Um, I don't, I think one of my things, I, I really like children. I wouldn't say that they are a burden until, until it's just the financial implications, I think, and the, the, the caretaking. So, Children, they are a joy, right? But I think that where it starts to become kind of um difficult is when you can't afford to buy them shoes. You can't afford to take them to the barber or to get their hair done. You can't afford to buy them clothes. You can't afford to get them a mentor, put them in basketball, gymnastics, violin, piano, get them braces, type of a thing. And, and... You know, I, I'll never forget, uh, I don't remember who it was, but I remember the video. And this woman, bless her heart, she was in her early 20s. And the babies, she had two babies. She had like a two and a three-year-old. So she was pregnant for two years, um, like back to back. And... um the babies were crying and she's like, y'all, I'm so tired. I'm so drained. She's like, I haven't had a break. She's like, I go to work. I take care of my kids. I don't have anyone to help me, you know, babysit. I don't even get, you know, like even a couple hours of sleep because there's sleep patterns. And I guess she was still kind of like weaning the second one, the baby, off the, you know, from breastfeeding or whatever. I was like, oh my God, I felt so exhausted for her, right? And so the idea is to provide an ecosystem where, you know, ideally, I've talked about how when at, there was a time, like if you go back to my older stuff, I'm not saying intentionally do it, but you can hear my progress. And I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind having one child. I always wanted to have kids. And I'm like, I will just cry in, my, in, the, in the Bugatti and my son or daughter will be, you know, in the car seat next to me. I think at the time I said, uh, I'll be crying in my Bugatti with my with my child in the back seat and we'll drive down Malibu or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute, Bugattis don't have a fat car seat. Baby's going to have to be next to me type of a thing. And knowing that I can provide all of the financial stuff for them. But I think even from that conversation, it was kind of like that kid at some point is going to say, mom, why isn't my dad, you know, why isn't he showing up to my PTA stuff or why isn't he showing up to my basketball games or all my other friends are like baking cookies with their dad or their dad is teaching them how to drive or, you know, they get to wake up and, Hair, you know, wake up to breakfast with the dad and also get bed bedtime stories and he's not around and does it mean that I'm not valuable? Does he not love me? Da da da. 
I don't know that I could deal with that. And it's like, listen, I can pay for you to have cruises, have designer, put you in like all the stuff I talked about, gymnastics, braces, violin, piano, uh, karate, if you want to, martial arts, learn different languages, but You know, so, so, so <laughs> all of that to say, um, it just is what it is. Well, somebody here is live. Is this open? Let me see. Let me see who's live. I'm about to fall asleep. So yeah, let me do the title and I need to find a screen photo. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to put for the thumbnail. I'll probably just leave it blank. If I think of something overnight, then I'll change it. But yeah. All right, y'all. <laughs> Let me know what you think in the comments. I know that Anchor automatically puts a community tab for you guys. And you can put what you thought about the about the podcast. All right. Bye.